It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food. Let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. All that stuff. Stop. Stop the music, man. Like, I'm not even in the mood for the happy music. It's Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake One. I'm a government name and all that stuff. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn. Keywords, the Big Brother J podcast, you're in there. You know, I I, I don't want to hear nothing right now. I don't want to hear a damn thing right now. The Dodgers are responsible for what happens right after this. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to do it. Uh, oh. <sighs> yep. It's come to that. It's come to that. I'm that upset right now. I can't believe what happened. We were up 3 nothing, And yes, I said we. 3 nothing. And what the hell? Ha- mm. 106 wins for nothing. This Dodger team has upset me more than any professional team I've ever been a fan of. But the thing is, I could deal with this loss much better than a lot of other fans because I'm a Charger fan and they've let me down so many times and disappointed me so many times that I can handle what's about to happen. Los Angeles is hurting. Dodger fan, hold on. I need, I need another drink. Hold on. Oh, my God. Oh. <clears throat> okay. I'll get it together. But I can't do this show somewhat sober because I can't believe what I witnessed on my television tonight. I had a bad feeling about the game, but I know it's going to be that bad. You give up a home run. Okay. That's going to happen. It's three, one you're coasting. Kershaw comes in, gets three pitches. Boom. All right. Get them out of the inning. Then disaster strikes. I I just, uh, when that first home run that Kershaw gives up goes out the yard, you pull them. The Dodgers were on their way to another World Series. I had saved up money to go to the game. And I was hoping to be in New York because I had a place to stay and I had money to go see one of the games in New York. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. What the hell happened? And I've sugarcoated it for a whole year. And I talked about my relationship with Dave Roberts. And I love Dave Roberts. I do. I'm a big fan of Dave Roberts because of all the stuff he did for me personally. But business is not personal. It's business. And Dave Roberts, I don't know what to do with you, man. I don't want to say you should go. Oh, excuse me. This this beverage is just... Hold on. I need a... Hold on. I can't believe what I saw tonight. I really can't believe what I saw tonight. I'm at a loss for words. What a disappointing year for the Dodgers. I'm so freaking mad right now. 
I, like I've grown up because I pay a lot of money for the stuff I own now. Back when I was younger, I've been throwing stuff and breaking stuff. I don't punch walls or anything because I, I, you know, I need my hands to work. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's a loaded. What uh, I'll stop. But no, seriously, I've calmed down. But <sighs> you had everyone believing Dodgers, hundred and six wins, and you losing five to the Nationals. And then Joe Kelly, huh? Hey, let's load the bases and hit a grand slam. Let's make it seven to three. Totally out of reach after that. Oh, and we'll keep you in a little bit longer. I had visions of you, Darvish, when I saw Kershaw give up the game tying home run. And everyone knows how I feel about you, Darvish. You know what? I'm going to need y'all's help tonight. So this is what I'm going to do. This is something I haven't done. This is new to the Big Brother Jake podcast. We're testing it out tonight. I am going to open the phones to y'all. I'm going to open the phones to y'all and let y'all say what you got to say about the game, okay? Because what happened tonight was one of the craziest things I've ever witnessed in sports history. There's so many things I want to talk about. Matter of fact, because I'm so hyped up and upset, I'm pushing the independent music spotlight to next week. So for all y'all that submitted music, and there was a lot of y'all, and I appreciate it. Y'all came through like champions. But I got to say this, tonight's not the night. There's no music that will be played that will make me in a better mood. There's no music that will be played that will change the outcome of the Dodgers losing 7-3. So this belongs especially to the Dodger fans because I begged and pleaded with this team last week. L.A. versus everybody. We need this championship. And guess what? Let us down again. Again, at least it was early in the playoffs and not game five, six, or seven of the World Series because then I've been really pissed off. Oh, there's, there's so many, oh, so many things I got to say. I want to say I'm not going to do it, though, because I'm, I'm angry right now, so there's no reason for me to act out. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take calls. I'm taking calls right now, so let's go to the phones. Uh, so freaking pissed off. But I said I'd take calls, and I said I'd take calls from anybody and everybody. And I got somebody I've known for a long time on the line right now, my man Felix. What's up? What's up, Felix, man? <laughs> this... Should I be insulted? Did you say take, uh, you would take calls from anybody? Like you're just like bottom of the barrel? I guess I'll take it from Felix. I, I, are you are you starting with me right now after what happened tonight? <laughs> like I really need this from you? Felix, you know, I'll just l- let you in on a little secret. We, we met at Fox Sports Radio, and we've known each other a long time, and he's the one person that can imitate me better than anybody on planet Earth. So I always appreciate that. You got my walk down, by the way. So Yeah, the walk is great. The walk <laughs> is key. The walk, the walk is definitely key. That's the key to any good uh, Big Brother Jake impression. Well, you know, you're always, you're always good about that. But Felix is also a diehard, diehard Dodger fan. And I know tonight he is not too pleased like everybody else that loves the boys in blue. Let it out, man. Can, this is the place to vent. Can I tell you my – can you tell me my, my, my biggest problem? You know, it even started last offseason. Was the biggest problem this team had last year in the playoffs was their bullpen is terrible, oh, yeah. and their offense just could not get it done. At whether all. It Cody Bellinger, whether oh. it was Machado back when he wasn't team, whatever it is. I thought, okay, great. Clearly mm-hmm. those are the glaring problems with this team. They'll do something in the offseason. What oh. did they do in the offseason? You got A.J. Pollock, who went <laughs> – was it 0 for 13 and struck out 12 times? Yes. And you got Joe Kelly, who, Joe oh. Kelly, look, 
at the beginning of the season, Joe Kelly was awful. Terrible. And then something happened after the All-Star break where he figured it out. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the season, he didn't pitch for like a month because they were trying to save him. Right. And then what happened in these playoffs, he just he stunk up the joint. Granted, I don't think that second inning was his fault necessarily. Right. I don't I think I think once he got you the three outs, that was that should have been it. Yes. And if Dave wanted to push his luck even more after the double from Rendon, that definitely should have been it. Absolutely. Pull him in then. the bullpen. You got you had Caleric getting ready in the bullpen to oh. face Soto. And then you walk Soto anyway. It just did not make sense to no. me exactly what his mentality was to keep Joe Kelly in there. And even after allowing the Grand Slam, he still tried to get him to finish that inning. Yeah. Like, what was that? Like, oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, and here's the thing. And, and I, I've, I've said this to people, and, and you know this too. Like, I, personally, Dave Roberts is like one of the nicest people I've ever interacted with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, treated me like a king like royalty when I worked for the team, you know, when I was doing radio uh, pr- production for them. Was but he dude, on the team when you were there? Yeah, he was, was a player. Yeah. yeah, and then he got traded. Was I was in the clubhouse yeah. when he got traded to Boston. I'll yeah. never forget that because he cried in my arms. Now I'm going to cry in his arms because I'm freaking mad at this fool. <laughs> like, I don't advocate anyone to lose their job, but there's nothing else this man could do right now. Dave Roberts okay. has single-handedly destroyed – this franchise, when it comes to the playoffs, his decision-making is just, he's a liability at this point, just like Kershaw is, is a liability is in the a playoffs. Lot, there is a lot. Look, I will say there is a lot of flack that I don't think Dave deserves, right? right. Again, I go back to the playoffs last season where, look, it's only, there, a manager could only do so much. Yeah. If you, Jake Warner, are the best player on my team, you're the best hitter, you, you had an MVP season, I say to you, okay, bases loaded, Jake, you got to come through, and you strike out. That's not really on Dave at that not, point. Not at all. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. That happened a lot last season. It happened this this playoffs as well. Look yes. at Corey Seager. Oh, like, look at Corey. What Corey? Cody Bellinger hadn't done a single thing. He had a couple hits here and there throughout, like you know the, yeah. the series, but didn't have a single RBI. Corey Seager didn't have a single RBI. Like, the only guys that hmm. hit anything were guys not you know guys Turner and Muncy. The only guys that really stepped up for this team. Okay. Other than right. that, nobody mm-hmm. else. Well, how come they don't play David Freeze more? I mean, David Freeze was actually getting hits. David Freeze yeah. was what four for seven before he was uh, up at the plate this uh, tonight. But no, they don't play him, and this guy has playoff experience. You know, yeah, and you you know, and, and it worked out for him that he had Kike in there, and Kike had the big home run, right? Which yeah, was fine. But uh-huh. I agree that was another thing that people really had an issue with. You know, and if look, if we're really going to talk about things that Dave was at fault again, obviously it was it was obviously you know taking. Not leaving Joe Kelly in for too long. Ugh. And then also with Kershaw. Look, man, I will tell you right now, Jake, for, for years, I have defended Clayton Kershaw. Yes, you have. Yes, I've you said, have. I've said postseason Kershaw, he's gotten taken way too much flack yeah. for that. Yeah. Right? Because if you look early on in those series that he was blowing up against the Cardinals or whoever it was, it was because that bullpen was terrible. Yeah. Dave had to keep that him in there because he couldn't rely on his bullpen. At all. So the guy is gassed. The guy's a gamer. If you tell him, hey, man, give me another inning, of course he's going to give you another inning. He's going to do the best he can. That's right. just the mentality he has. Yeah. Guys like Verlander, guys like Scherzer have that mentality to where if you give me the ball, I will be there for this team. Yep. So with that being said, I understand that Kershaw is not the same player he was a few years ago. It hurts me to say that because I, Clayton Kershaw is arguably one of the best pitchers of his generation. Absolutely. He's not the best. Absolutely. Right? But Clayton Kershaw is not going to go nine innings, 10 Ks, zero earned runs. He's not that same pitcher anymore. Not anymore. And to expect that from him is is garbage. Yeah. 
when he got you that out to get you out of them, that should have been it. Absolutely. I, that should have you, been. you hit it on the head right there. He had a strong, solid inning. He pitched three pitches. So you get him in there. You set the tone. Three pitches. Boom. Should be done. Throw Maeda in after that. Why the hell don't you do that? No. You go ahead and put him in again. One home run. At that point, at the worst, you stop right there. But for some yeah. reason, oh, well, you know, we owe it to him. Gives up another one. I, you, you, I, I expected you, one, but I did not expect back-to-back home runs. That you know, I never, I me. never understand this mentality that managers have. Where yeah. it's like, I'm going to stick with my guy until he blows it, right? Yeah. And it's just kind of the same situation you had with Jansen this season, where Jansen was blowing games, and you were thinking, so why is he bringing him in all the time? He's going to blow it, but he's going to say, oh, that's my guy. I got to stick with my guy. Well, if he clearly doesn't have it, if he's allowed, you know a home run, or he's allowed a walk, the guy doesn't have it. Take him out. Oh. It's not hard. You don't have to sit there and be like, well, you know, he was my yeah. guy, and that's who I no. go to. Well, bring someone else in. No. You still had Dustin May in the bullpen. It's game five. It's game five. There's no loyalty or we got we owe there it to isn't. him. That, that old school baseball crap is stupid. I don't I don't understand it. I don't like it. And, and that mentality is just dead. It's dinosaurs, man. And, and, and so here's my thing because I, I got to wrap it up here. Do you think Dave Roberts survives this? Do you think he's fired after this season? No, I don't think he's fired. I think he probably should. This is the first time I will sit, you, sit here and tell you that he should absolutely lose his job. I right. don't think he will be. I think I think he is, I don't want to say a puppet for the front office, but like the front <laughs> yeah. office at the end of the day, him and Andrew Friedman sit down at the beginning of the game and say, hey, this is the game plan. Yep. Right. And he's very good at doing that with the front office. So I think he definitely survives another season. But it's no excuse with the amount of talent this guy has had on this team and the amount of wins he's gotten in the regular season. It's still no excuse to not have a World Series. Absolutely. No excuse. No excuse. Not with the way this team is built, too. Well, Felix, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for calling, brother. Thank you, man. All right. Yo, man, with all this stuff going on with the Dodgers pissing off everybody, I'm really shocked I got the homie calling in, P-Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson. Yo, what's cracking, P? What's happening, dog? What's happening? Man, you know what's happening. You know why I'm pissed off, son. Actually, I don't because I don't follow fucking baseball. Oh, man, baseball. you know what? No, no, no. But I did want it, but I knew they were playing tonight, so I was <laughs> I was actually calling in to find out before I go to bed. <laughs> really? If I had any sweet dreams to go to and from the sound of things it looks like your boys in blue yeah didn't get it done. They, they did not get it done yeah they didn't get it done and i'm sure you're happy now because i won't be talking about baseball anymore yeah but still gonna be talking about fucking clipper shit all right good night paul <laughs> bye all right you know i'm a fair fair guy you know um i'm equal opportunity i can't just have dodger fans call up and be like oh man the team sucks fire dave roberts I got punk ass. I mean, I got angel fans that want to sound off on the Dodger game. I got the <laughs> homie Anthony. <laughs> Anthony is a good friend of mine, and he's a he's a Charger fan, which makes him one of the best people on the planet. He's a Navy vet, which makes him outstanding. You know, being a Navy brother like myself. But his downside. I mean, he's a good looking guy, but his downside is he's an Angels fan. Anthony, welcome to the Big Brother Jake podcast. What's good with it? What's up, brother? Thank you for having me on. Man, um, of course. Yes. Um, I know you have a few things to say about the Dodger game tonight, sir. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I don't know about that whole negative thing about being an Angels fan. That, no, that, that's, that's your downfall. That's, that's your downfall. That, that's subjective, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, y'all do have a rally monkey when you guys are losing, so I don't know, man. That's that's kind of whack. But hey, it won us a World Series, right? So yeah, no, sound like a Raider fan. Oh, remember those World Series? Yeah, I mean it's more recent than the Dodgers. Going, I, I took that material from you already. So what are you left with? <laughs> what do you got to say about tonight's game, sir? You know what, dude? Like honestly. You know how I feel about the Dodgers, and yeah, no, you love them. You you love the Dodgers. Mostly, it's because of the Dodger fans. You know, so what are you saying? Us Dodger fans have a bad rep. Like, would you compare us to another fan base or something? Like, I don't see what's yeah. wrong with Dodger fans. What's wrong with them? Yeah, so Dodger fans are Raider fans are Laker fans. Oh, oh, okay. First of all, I don't mind the Laker part, even though I work for the Clippers. Okay, but Raider fans, me, like, look at me, bro. Nah, I ain't out here beating people up for no reason. I'm not on parole, homeboy. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I really think you're giving us a bad rep, you know? No, no, no. See, you're the exception. So you're a Chargers fan, which, you know, you're A-OK in my book okay. that route. Okay. And you work for the Clippers. So, again, that's two, <laughs> that's two checks in your favor. But as far as <laughs> just the general Dodgers fan, you're going to find they're going to be Raiders fans and Lakers fans. And those are three of the most annoying <laughs> fan bases in sports. Tell me I'm wrong. Look, I, I agree with you with the Raiders. I hate Raider fans. I got a lot of close homies. My best friend's black. I got a lot of friends that are Raider fans that are my friends, like close, close friends and family, which, you know, I, I got to check the DNA on that. Then that's fine. Like, okay, but, like, Laker fans? Nah, Laker fans are pretty cool people, man. You just hang out with the wrong ones. I mean, we hang out. I'm, I'm decent. What the hell? What you saying? Okay. The, the fact that you're a Chargers fan makes you, you know. Well, that makes me supreme. I get it. Yes, okay. Well, I'll take that. But I'll take that. As far as the game goes, like, I'm just happy for my boy Howie Kendrick, ex-Angel, by the way. Yeah, there's a reason why he's an ex-Angel. But, nah, he he played his ass off, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, that was a clutch-ass home run, a grand slam to, to you know, to be honest. Hey, don't he look like um, Kevin Durant, though? Let's just say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah that's a little bit Kevin Durant, but I, I think he's more clutch than Kevin Durant, but whatever. I'm throwing shade. Wow. That's, that's <laughs> fire. But, no, nah, I, I know a lot of um, Angel fans are, like, happy for him, and that was a hell of a home run. Like, I saw that go out, and I literally almost threw up. That was terrible. <laughs> Dude, seriously, as as soon as I saw that ball go over oh, the fence, I thought about you. Dude, I'm not even going by. Bro, I was hurting. Like I was hurting. I was on the friend I was on the phone with one of my friends and we watched it at the same time and she's like, No, no, oh that guy of all people <laughs> I'm like, I know, that stings. It's like a double sting. It's like it's a grand slam and it's an ex angel. So that that hurt. So as much as I loved seeing it, just because I, you know, I hate the Dodger fan base, I love seeing it more because it was an ex-Angel, oh. Howie Kendrick, do it to y'all. So oh. I don't know. That's just my take on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think with your Angels next year? It looks like Joe Madden's going to be the next manager. You think that's going to change anything for you guys? I actually, I mean, come on now. You've seen Joe Madden's track record. I, I, I Yeah, he's all right. He's, he's decent. He turned Tampa Bay around. Yeah, he's all right. He won a World Series with uh, Chicago. He did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. With the Cubs, bro. <laughs> Are you kidding me right I'm now? I'm throwing shade, man. I love Joe Madden. I was hoping he'd be the manager of the Dodgers. Hell, there might be an opening. There might be an opening. <laughs> oh, there's definitely got to be an opening. 
Dave Roberts worn out as welcome, my friend. Uh, you you think he's gone? Uh, I mean, yeah, bro. I think it's done. Look, like you've had you've had two years of making it to the World Series, making some questionable decisions. Yeah, and you know, no go. And then this year, they don't even make it past the divisional round. So I think his numbers up. Okay, well, you know, at least you're being honest about it. You know, I, I think Joe Madden would fit perfectly in um, Dodger blue if they decide to go that route. But I know he's going to be an angel, and I think they'll change the culture around. Joe Madden, you know, he had many years with the Angels organization, and you should be happy about that team, fool. Like, you oh, guys he, was be part, going he, was, he was part of that coaching staff that won the World Series. I, I, so, I, I'm uh, well aware, well aware, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, if we can – honestly, our, our lineup is legit. If, you can fix, if we can fix the pitching staff and the bullpen. And your fan you know, base. <clears throat> Oh, our fan base is exceptional, my friend. I'm a soccer mom, and my kids don't pay attention during the game. Yay! Goddamn right. I, love <laughs> I know why you do. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll leave that alone because that might open a whole can of worms for some other people. <laughs> but look, man, we're going to have you on, on a podcast. You're going to co-host with me. You know, we're going to talk shit about, you know, Navy days or Navy days compare those and, you know, life and times and heartache of being a Charger fan because we've experienced that too and, you know, some other stuff. We're going to have a whole lot of fun, but we're going to get you here in the Big Brother bungalow and we're going we're gonna to talk that shit and have a good time, bro. <laughs> I look forward to it, bro. Thank you for having me on tonight. Ah, thanks for calling, brother. A lot of people are pissed off, rightfully so. Well, a lot of Dodger fans. I know there's national fans that are happy as hell, old Expo fans that are happy as hell. But my homeboy that I've known since Pacific High, he's a friend of the show, my man Jesse Tassetti's on the air. And he was supposed to be my MLB analyst, playoff analyst for the Dodgers, but they messed that up for him. So <laughs> I know he's mad, but Jesse, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, anytime, bro, anytime. Man, so look. <laughs> We're up three nothing, right? <laughs> Everything's hey. cool. We're good. Life is good. Smelling yeah. the roses. Then yeah. <laughs> Kershaw happened. <laughs> hey man, how did you feel when you saw them back to back home runs, bro? Uh, you know, it's uh, how do I say? Uh, expected. <laughs> so you expected this to happen. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah, if you think about it, right? Like, um, Kershaw, first of all, first of all, first of all, right? Like, we're we're missing the key point in what all this happened, right? Dave Roberts came in and said, before the game, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be ball, uh, Bueller, then Kershaw, first yeah. of all. Yeah, I, I didn't like that when, when I heard that. When, when, when do you announce for the opposition – that your starting pitcher is not going to go nine. Yeah. First of all, young Walker Bueller is our workhorse now. He is. Tonight, tonight demonstrated that this is no longer Kid K's team. Nope. There's no more Kershaw Day. There's no more nothing, you know. Nope. Fans love him. Great dude. Whatever. The dude, the dude is, let's be honest, man, he's... <laughs> Like, I'm at a loss for words. I, <laughs> I think I we wanna, all are. All, as as I, Dodger fans are pissed, man. We don't know what to say. But, but, I, but I don't want to put it all – I don't want to put it all on Kershaw, right? No, because, no, because – If it, you think about it, right, you brought you brought Kershaw in. Yeah. In, in the seventh to face Eaton. That's the matchup that you want. Absolutely. Lefty, lefty, right? Yep. 
dude, and he looked like it was 2010. Yeah. Boom, 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 three pitches out, right? Yep. They 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 took out a young kid who was hitting the ball harder than anybody on the team, right? Yeah. I'm not going to bag on Corey Seager, man. I love him, but the dude disappeared in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, on a milk carton. Cody Bellinger, Cody, Cody Bellinger disappeared. Yep. You know. Spotlight too big for and him this year. And then, and then, despite my personal thoughts about Jansen and how he was down the stretch, he's still the dude that we pay seventy-four million dollars. Yeah, to, exactly. To, to close the game. So, um, where was he in the tenth after Joe Kelly? Who oh. looked like he was afraid. Who looked like he was afraid to throw a fastball in the ninth? And, and why leave him in? in? Why leave him in to throw it down the middle? And Howie Kendrick yeah. goes yard. I mean, and, and then you still keep him in after that. Like, what the hell was Roberts thinking? Hey, yeah. I, I, once again, dude, you know, it's <laughs> we ask ourselves these things every yeah. year, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, uh, I sit there, I take all this stuff because I'm a Dodger fan, dude. Like yeah. You said before, like, win like I was, I was 12 years old the last time we won a world Series. same same yeah and you look at how the Dodgers were traditionally right you yeah Walter Austin then Tommy the sort of managing and then once Tommy left like uh they brought in Bill Russell then they mm-hmm. brought in Jim Tracy Grady Little yeah uh Joe Torrey Don Mattingly, and I know you remember back in the day, like I had a fire Don Mattingly page on oh, Facebook. Like, oh, oh, yeah, big you know? time, big but time. Then, but then I look at it, right? And yeah. it obviously wasn't it wasn't Donnie because no. while Donnie's not winning 106 games in Miami, yep, dude, Jesus Christ Himself couldn't win 106 <laughs> games in Miami, no doubt, because they got rid of everybody. Yeah, look, at, look around, right? Yeah, Christian Yelich, where'd he come from? Miami. Yep. Stanton in New York, Miami. Yep. Osuna, the dude who was killing it in St. Louis, you know, yep. the, the dude that that dude's been a simmering thing waiting to happen this year. You know, he had his injury and everything. Pedestrian year, and then September got hot, and then now in October, the dude is just on fire. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a scrappy team. Uh, you know, these Nat fans, because you know, when when you do twenty years in the Navy, man, you got brothers and sisters that root for for any different team, you know. Right, and, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> some are more annoying than others, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. For me, dude, I'm like, man, this is, this is what I got to listen to. But, you know, they're all hype right now. Look, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, we paid we paid A.J. Pollock <sighs> three years, 56 mil. 12 strikeouts uh, in the series, man. Bro, where, where was he? You know, Bryce Harper sitting on the couch. Thank God we didn't pay that money. But, dude, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like we, but I mean, dude. And then, then we got Young Jock, uh, who, dude. I was talking with my brother tonight when, when he, right after he hit that ball through the bullpen fence. Forty, forty mm. years of Dodgers going to Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I ain't never seen a never seen that, that before. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. So, you know. Thank God he scored, but yeah. he hit it another half a foot, oh. you know, the other way. It's a home run. Yeah, I think that would have changed uh, the whole dynamic of the game, too. 
Yeah. But I mean, dude, we don't play him every day. No. Nope. That, that dude that dude plays sixty percent of our games and ended up with thirty six jacks. Yeah. Like and then and then we go when we when we go do bringing Kershaw, we do a double switch. Why? Why? Because look, dude, Kershaw would have been the second man up in the inning. Yep. You know, Will Smith would have came up, and then boom, a pinch hitter for Kershaw. Yeah. Starting out fresh in the eighth, we got we got Kenta Maeda down there, and you know, everybody, dude, why not stick with what got you there? Kershaw wasn't coming out of the bullpen to get these things like. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know. I'm sure we would have talked about it before if they <laughs> gave us a chance. But like, yeah. I texted you. I texted you the day before. Yeah, I remember what was going to happen, yeah, and I gave it. you all 25 yep. names. And the one dude I told you when that dude wasn't on there, the one I missed, yeah, the, the big cat Tony Goslin. Yeah, um, imagine that dude's dynamic fastball oh. and able to move the pitches in the way he did starting and whatever. You know, and, and the, the the dudes I feel bad for, right? Like, hey, man, the dudes like I feel bad for or the guys like Rich Hill who don't get to do and be and compete to do what we pay them to do, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich Hill, Rich Hill went into that game yeah. knowing that he in game, in game four, oh, I only got 40 pitches, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, what? Like. Yeah, exactly. Did, 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 dude. Like, uh, bottom Walker line, Bueller, Walker Bueller gave everything yeah. he had today. He had one hell of a game and it was wasted, you know. And I got to say this because we're we're up against it. But yeah. your analysis, your hardcore Dodger fan, known you twenty five years. All right, what yeah. do you think happens with Dave Roberts at the end of this year? What do you think happens with him? You think he he's gone, or you think he, they they bring him back? With with Friedman, dude, who who knows? But you know. uh I don't even think he might be, you know, he, he's got to go just like Mattingly. But I think the real problem is Friedman because Absolutely. they deal too much with analytics. Yep. And you know what? There's an opening in Boston. And <laughs> if Boston wants to bring him in to build the team, that's fine. Yes, take uh, him. Take him. Take him. Just I'll go. Help you, I'll, I'll help you pack. Bro. <laughs> well, Jesse, so. I appreciate you coming on and, and spitting that Dodger knowledge, man. But I'm hoping next yeah. year's a better result for us, man. Yeah, you know, so uh, we'll see what happens, man. I'll be touching, talking with you soon. Absolutely. I was going to crash at your house for the Yankee Dodger World Series, man. I was going to go to New York, and Dodgers it messed that up been, for me. It would have <laughs> been it would have been nice. It would have. So. But we'll, we'll definitely talk down the line. We'll definitely have you back on the podcast, homie. Sounds good, brother. You have a good one. You too. Okay, so we, we had some calls. That was pretty fun, man. Um, I'm going to go ahead and refill this beverage because I'm feeling it because the Dodgers did this to me. And, uh, <laughs> what happened? Oh my God. I can't believe they lost. <sighs> All right. So I, you know what? Let's just go to the next segment. I, I, I can't deal with this. I need a refill. You're listening to the big brother Jake podcast. Okay, so I, I, I've sobered up a little bit. I, I, I'm feeling better. Still pissed about the stupid ass Dodgers losing. That 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 really upset me. Um, not gonna lie about that. That that one hurt. But we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Um, so <laughs> can I really move on though? I have to 
because not everybody's a baseball fan. And it was pretty fun taking calls. Like, I would love to be more interactive on the Big Brother Jake podcast. So any chance we can uh, make that happen and be interactive, I'd love to do it again. So thank you to everybody that called in. Now, earlier today on my Instagram account, um, a friend of mine had posted, shout out to Nelly, what's good, <laughs> posted this meme that said, if you lose interest in a person because they work a lot, you deserve a bump. <laughs> and I got a lot of reaction from this, this post. I, I, I was shocked. I, I thought people agree with me, but you know, I like to get reaction from people. And not everything I post is something that's meant to be my thoughts. You know, like, I'll even get my sister saying, bro, you, you seemed a little down today. I saw what you posted on Instagram. Not, not everything I post is for me or about me. Maybe I'm reaching out to somebody because I don't want to call them and bother them, but I know they're reading my posts and the post is for them. Or I just like the quote, you know. But this one got people heated, like heated. So I wanted to get some reaction from people. I mean, people were calling me irresponsible for posting this. Some people were saying that um, I was reckless. Others agree with me. And so I was challenged by somebody that is real cool with me that didn't agree with me posting this by saying, hey, why don't you put up a poll then? Because not everybody's like that. Not everybody, you know, different circumstances happen and people can't work and or, or too busy or whatever. Okay, all right. So guess what? I'll do that for you. I'll do that for you. Because... I think the majority of people, look, if somebody's working their ass off day in and day out and hustling and you lose interest in them because they're working all the time. Now, I wasn't specific. I didn't say the other person's working just as hard to make it happen or anything like that. I'm just talking about people that just, you know what? You just work too much. I can't be around you. Now, keep this in mind, you know. I have three jobs. I work for Podcast One. I work for the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Kings. Yeah, I think I'm still feeling the effects of them drinks. <laughs> Los Angeles Kings. And I also do my podcast. So that's three paid jobs and one hobby that takes up a lot of my time. So I put it to a poll. And 100% of the poll, and there was... Over 170 people that participated in the poll, 100% said, and I quote, you should be with a bum if you don't like somebody that hustles. Here's the thing. You know, with all the jobs I have, when I'm free, it's either time dedicated to my kids or my loved ones, people I care about. With all my heart. I make efforts to see people that want to see me. Regardless of what I have going on. No matter how many jobs I work. If you want to hang out. I'm flattered you want to use that time to hang out. So I'm going to do everything I can. To hang out with you. But. My opinion. If somebody's working hard. Working all these jobs. And they're st- they're trying to make an effort. It's just not the effort you like because if you crave a lot of attention 
Find somebody that's not working so hard. But people that want to work hard and they're dedicated to their craft and want to be really good at it and be an expert, they're going to put in time. Because one of the things that I know, somebody very close to me, <laughs> people get mad when they put in the work, but they get mad when they're not there for them. Now, you can't expect somebody that's very successful to have a whole lot of time on their hands to hang out with somebody when they're really trying to get started. You know, once they become a mogul and a millionaire or a billionaire and they got things established, then maybe, you know, they can have a little fun. They can, um, you know, divvy out the work, you know, and delegate, and they can enjoy their money. But most people I know that like that are older. They have more gray hair. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. But when you're young adult, middle mid mid age, middle aged adult that's really hustling and trying to get their flow going with, with, with success, and they're working two jobs or they're an entrepreneur putting in eighty to a hundred hours a week in, in in their business, and they still make time for you, I think that's great. But if they still make time for you and you don't think it's enough, then I think that's selfish. And numbers don't lie. When you have 170-some people say at 100%, you deserve a bum, they're not saying something. But I did, and I noticed the people that hit me up, that went through this, did not vote. Because <laughs> I'm able to see who votes. They did not vote at all. Stand up for yourself. Because it still looks bad if it's 93% to 7%. But 100% is glaring. So if you don't vote, you can't say nothing. But I really think that if somebody's working hard and they're giving their time to you, what little it may be in your eyes, you need to cherish that. Because someone giving their time is the most sincere form of flattery to me. Now, if somebody calls me or texts me and says, you know what, Jake? You know, I have a lot of fun with you. I like to hang out with you. Do you have a free moment? And then I'll go through my calendar, Cooper game. King's game, Cooper game, King's game, podcast one. Oh, you know what? I Two and a half weeks from now on a Wednesday night, I'm free. And if they're like, yeah, I'll meet up with you, that means a lot to me because we're both putting in effort to try and see each other. But if that's not good enough for somebody and they're like, you know what? That's all I get. You know, how about nothing at all? Find somebody that has all the free time in the world. But don't complain when they ain't taking you out. Not that, you know, going out to eat and doing fancy restaurants and stuff is is the way is the move. It's not. Because I would say 95% of the people I hang out with are happy with taco shops, happy with hanging in each other's living rooms and having game nights. You know, going to have Thai food or Chinese food. Ain't nobody trying to have five-course meal, five-star meal. Not the people I roll with. They're just happy to hang out. We can go to a Starbucks, have coffee, and, and, and shoot the breeze for two and a half hours and be content. Those are the kind of people you need in your life. If you're unhappy because, oh, he's at work again. Oh, he's working. Oh, I can't see him because he's at work. And he's still trying to make time with you. And you're like, oh, you only want to spend two hours with me. You're the worst kind of person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And yeah, I'll speak up for me. Because I don't have time. I work all the time. Now, when 
basketball and hockey's over. I still have the nine to five, so keeps me busy, but I got time. This time of year, I don't have time, and the people that love me and the people who want to see me know that. So we work around it, and that's how that happens. And here's the other thing that I want to touch on. A lot of us are grown, okay? We're all grown folks, right? So let's just, let's just say this once and for all. If you're grown and somebody says, hey, man, we should hang out. Now, listen, if you know you're not going to hang out with that person, don't just say, yeah, we should do that. Be an adult. So you know what? We don't really vibe like that. We don't hang like that. And I really don't want to hang out like that. I think I'm going to pass. I don't think that's being rude. It's being honest because let's be honest. You're going to string this out six months, a year, and say, you know what? I'm sorry, man. I've just been busy. We know you're not busy every single day of your life. Even somebody with three jobs isn't busy every single day of their life. I got downtime here and there. And I've made it a habit to say, you know what? I don't want to hang out like that. I'm sorry. Because we don't hang like that. And people tend to be more honest. And then you end up hanging out sometimes. It's kind of weird how that works out. But this is the thing. If you want to hang out, the work-life balance thing, okay? Like, I'm dedicated to what I do. I love what I do. I'm always behind. I'm editing. I'm, I'm on a mixer. I make my talent sound great. That's my job. Wherever I go, I make shows sound great with editing. I make my basketball and hockey announcers sound great when we're doing live broadcasting. So when I do my podcast, it sounds like shit sometimes, <laughs> you know, because I'm tired. But I work my ass off. Even though it's a hobby and it's what I love to do, it's like a paid hobby, I work hard. So my time's taken up. So if I dedicate any time towards somebody I care about, I really love your ass. And if it's not enough for you, then, you know, you should probably figure something else out. But I love what I do, and I know what I'm doing, and I know the times I have free time and when I don't. Some people will work and never have a social life. Like none, like zero. They, they're not down. And it's like you need a work-life balance because you'll lose your mind. I don't care if you're doing what you love to do. You still need a break from it. Now, when the seasons are all done and I have, you know, I'm just working the nine to five in Beverly Hills, I will need some time off despite how much I love what I do. I need to interact with people that want to interact with me. I need to get out and travel and go have fun and do the things I love to do. Funny though, the things I love to do all the things I get paid to do. But even then, you need a break from it. That's why I'm not consistent with podcasts all the time. <laughs> but those downtime's down over, and I'm lucky to get them in when I can. So I, I'll sacrifice something to get something. So if I'm doing a podcast, I'm trying to do the best one that y'all like, chances are I'm going to lose sleep when I do this because I edit them all myself. I upload them all myself. I, you know, quality control, listen, all by myself. I have nobody else doing this show but me, except when I have a guest on. And, you know, shout out to everybody that called last segment, except for uh, Peter, a.k.a. Paul Wilson. That was a punk move. <laughs> I love you, Pete. But seriously, the numbers don't lie. People appreciate hard work. 
And I'm telling you right now, time is such a flattering thing when you give it up to somebody. Give up time, Sucios. Giving up time to spend with somebody when they could be doing anything else is so flattering to me. That, what? You want to hang out with me? Thank you, man. That means everything to me. And I'm giving up my time when I'm super busy? Best believe you better be worth it. But in no way, shape, or form, if somebody, man or woman, is busting their ass to make themselves successful, if you give them a hard time because you work all the time and your selfish ass can't just like be happy for the time they're giving you, even though they're trying to do stuff to be successful, you suck straight up. And I just don't understand how people are like that. You know, my friends all work and they work crazy hours. They work weekends. They work holidays, you know, between radio, law enforcement, all kinds of stuff. People work, you know. Um, first responders, I know a lot of first responders, I know law enforcement, I know radio people. And they all work holidays and weekends. So even if it's uh, two and a half months down the road, we pick a day, we all get excited. Like, yeah, okay, we found a day. <laughs> you just have to do that sometimes. And that's just how it is. So be grown up and accept that somebody is giving you their time. And if you don't want to hang out with somebody, just be honest and say, nah, I, I just, I, I'm not vibing with you. I'm not going to do it. And work-life balance is important. Hustle, grind, work your ass off to achieve your goals and your accomplishments, but mix in some fun too because if you become a slave to what you're doing, you're going to resent it, you're going to regret it, and that's why I left radio four and a half, five years ago because I was a slave to it and I didn't enjoy it because all I did was work, work, work. You need a work-life balance or you'll lose your shit, okay? So, have we learned anything? I think we have. <laughs> Again, if you don't like the fact somebody works their ass off, get yourself a bum. <laughs> What's good? It's your boy Quentin. Finally back on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Look at that hair, that sexy hair, but you can't see it on radio. So uh, I just gotta say one thing. I'm so happy to be back, and I'll be co-hosting with Big Brother. Co-hosting? Didn't nobody say you was but, co-hosting this week? Man, this ain't the time for this. Uh, yeah, Dodgers lost, man. Just wrap fine, it up. Whatever. But I'm glad to be back. It's so mean. Hello, everybody. You listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake. This is the Big Brother Jake broadcast. Bye, everybody. Man, okay. Between the Dodgers losing, between the Dodgers losing, and then Clinton trying to, ain't nobody say he's gonna co-host anything. I can't wait for this to end fast enough. My apologies to all that sent music to, you know, for the independent music spotlight. I promise you next week, next episode, we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to tape another episode real soon. Um, my man P does coming on to discuss the NBA, uh, lot going on, lot going on in the NBA. Uh, and we'll discuss that, but I'm not, I, I really don't have the heart 
Like, if the Dodgers would have won, I'd have been playing everybody's music. I think I got about 45 submissions I got to go through. And I've narrowed it down to, like, my top 20. And eventually, it'd be, you know, I usually play three or four. So the best three or four out of that batch will be played next week and then so on and so forth. But there's there's so many great submissions. So, again, if you want your music played on the Big Brother Jake podcast, all right, you need an MP3. Don't send me a link because I'm not going to sit there and, and rip the audio from your link. That's what, I got a lot going on. I said it earlier. I got three jobs. When I come in here, I want to just do my podcast, edit it the way I need to edit it, and bam, be done with it. So MP3, not a link, and a bio. Where are you from? Information about your band, information about your song. You know, maybe even give some love to the producers and engineers. Make sure it sounds good quality, okay? I listen for a living. All three of my jobs require me to listen, okay? And if the audio is crap, it will not get played, straight up. I'm not acting like I'm some cool dude. I'm not acting like somebody that just, yo, man, I can do what I want. You know, I'm a professional. I, I, you know, I have a high standard. Nah, man, just if it sounds bad, if I think it sounds bad, the person, the average person that doesn't, like, listen for a living, they will have a hard time like, oh, man, that audio is terrible. So let's not do that, okay? Let's make sure we, we have clean audio, sounds professional, because we're hurting 37 countries, so I want to get you some shine. You know, I, I, we have to do it. So I'm down for that. I'm down for that. And let me tell you, if it sounds good, people will say it, and especially the ladies. If you're a dude and you're trying to do music, the ladies notice, and they're like, who's that? Oh, my God, it's so good. There's a few musicians that musicians that, that that went through that. So again, send your MP3 and your bio to the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. The Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. So thank you for that. Also, I got a couple of people I got a shout out here. Um, shout out to uh, fabulistacookies.com. Hit up my girl Jesse Dallas Childs. For all your cookie needs, you know, she's been so busy doing things, making things happen, and I'm very proud of her, and that is the official cookie of the Big Brother Jake podcast. And I also made an error. So, again, shout out to my homegirl, Shanae. <laughs> she hates being shouted out to, but I gave the wrong um, website last week. So, you know, my glow... My glow up has been phenomenal. My skin has never looked better. And uh, Rodan and Fields, you know, just got a brother looking good. And she'll take care of you too. It doesn't matter if you're a man. It doesn't matter if you're a female, male, female. Everybody needs their skin looking good. You need good skin care. So go to shanaesantana.myrnf.biz, B-I-Z. Shanae is spelled S-H-A-N-A-E. Shanaesantana.myrnf.biz. There, I got it right. <laughs> I even read it this time. So check her out, man. Check out all the products they have at Rodan and Fields. Man, I'm about to get that blackhead remover for my nose. I got a big-ass nose. And, um, yo, <laughs> I got blackheads. And I want to look good. I want to look fly. You know what I'm saying? Keep that glow up going. So check her out. Go to her website, and she'll take care of you. Trust me. And let her know the Big Brother Jake podcast sent you. So, 
Dodgers suck, and I have a whole summer to think about it. Chargers on their way to sucking, and I have a whole fall and winter to think about. Thank God basketball's starting soon. Hockey's already starting. Well, basketball's starting soon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, I- I'm really happy that all this is going on. Brother's going to be uh, inconsistent with the podcast again, but we're making that happen. Shout out to my man, Steve Scorsese. Steve Scorsese. That's my man, okay? He's uh, he's taking care of me on the visuals, and you're going to see a lot of visuals coming up on the Big Brother J podcast. Um, YouTube channels, the whole nine, starting a website, and my man's like really like pushing me to do that. He, he he's he's a whiz with the camera, so if you need camera work done, yo, look my man up; he'll take care of you. So I'm sober, and I need to, you know, I actually need to go to bed because I gotta go to work in a couple hours and make that commute uh, to Beverly Hills, California, from the Big Brother Bungalow. It's a two hour drive. Forty miles is a two hour drive in the mornings in Southern California. You know, but hey, you do what you love, and they take care of you, and you know, you could supersize some of your stuff. It's worth it. It's worth it, and I love what I do, and I got a Clipper game tomorrow, so I'm really excited about that, so heartfelt, sad apology to my Dodger brethren and sister that witnessed that. I'm so sorry. It's awful. Awful. I can't even say it's going to be better next year. I mean, you you go from playing in two back-to-back World Series to getting beat in the first round when you should have won the game. And uh, I'm so mad about it. So, yeah, I'm going to crack another one open and knock out. So, until then, thanks for all the people that called in. Um, I'd love to uh, be interactive again. Um, we'll make that happen very soon. Um, also, I'm tired of saying um. Independent independent music spotlight for sure, for sure next week. Just could not do it. I, I was not in the mood. And I'm always going to be honest to you, all right? And uh, I got some other stuff I got to come clean about too as far as my doctor visit. So I'm going to need some help from y'all. So we'll talk about that next week. So until then, I love each and every all y'all, each and every one of y'all. <laughs> Woo, what a night. SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, tune in, type in the keywords of Big Brother Jake Podcast, and uh, catch all the old episodes and the current ones. All right, until then, you're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.